Welcome to another uh, Tech Chat evening, Monday, whatever you want to call it. And this time I've got a few things to delve into. So we've been talking, I've been <laughs> mentioning the Ultra Cane on and off for Vision Australia for a while, which we've only just, I mean, I just got around to doing it this week. But it's a cane that's got two sonar units in it. And I believe it's one for pointing forward, one for pointing at an angle above your head. So that's been sent uh, there today, from, uh, to me today. So I'm getting it, hopefully getting it on Wednesday. Because I just thought... I just want something that's a, a really good object detector. So it's not anything to do with object recognition. It purely just is a sonar device. So that's, that's coming. And then the other one that's coming from the States is the sonic glasses. Sorry, oh, no, sorry, the sonar glasses. And again, it's the same thing. It's a simple pair of head, uh, simple pair of glasses. And again, it's for everything at your waist height and above or above your head. So that's going to be interesting too. With most of this stuff, what I find is that if you're going towards something that's not a completely solid object, mm, um, like a trolley, like a trolley, um, <laughs> sometimes it's not solid enough for the sound wave to bounce back. Mm. Um, which is the cane what, needs to come in. Yeah, that's yeah, where you have to come in with your cane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but the thing I'm looking forward to trying out is the the above head height one, where mm. you know, because every time I've tried. And even the, the mini guide fails in this sometimes. It doesn't always pick up tree branches because depending on how much the foliage is, mm. I guess the beam just goes right through it and goes, hey, well, there's nothing here to really bounce back off. So that was so that was that one. Um, and there was another one that caught my attention today. It didn't go into talking techno. I'm just trying to think. Oh, that's what it was. So I did see, Michael, that Sam from The Blind Life did bring out another uh, demo of Vision Pro. I know we talked about it before we started recording. Do you just want to like rehash a little bit what um, what Sam covered? If people want to have a listen to the the YouTube demo, yeah, it's oh well, people definitely want to have a listen because he he's it's it's about twenty seven minutes long, so he, he's done a really good uh, pros and cons basically. So and he was just covering things. He did cover a little bit of actually setting it up as a as a vision impaired person. And he said he had no issues setting it up, but he only showed a quick, quick short demo of that. Um, and then he was uh, just going over some of the apps at work and how how he actually looked for apps that were on the store, like uh, Seeing AI, um, Be My Eyes, Envision, uh, things like that, and and how they aren't working at the moment because basically they're only the iPad app that's showing up on there. Um, and that was. There was a lot more there, but I sort of breezed through it. But um, yeah, so it, it's it's really in depth. And if people want to know his opinions on whether he thinks it's good for low vision and blind, I would definitely recommend watching it because, like, I'm not going to voice his opinion. It's his opinion, um, but it's very very interesting to watch it anyway. Yeah, there, there was a good article um, done by Shelley Brisbane on um, I think it was I saw it on Six Colors um, on the on their RSS feed and it was, so she's a, a low vision journalist and she's writ, written the book, iOS accessibility. Um, she runs a podcast called parallels and so on. And she talked about her experience as a low vision person in the Apple store, which she said was a little bit hit and miss because they really, the, it was a bit too messy trying to do the low vision stuff. But what she said was, this is almost like the beginning of the journey that, um, accessibility is going to be on anyway because when i read other stuff people are saying that you know it's less going to be another 12 to 18 months away until 
we start seeing the sort of the full flexibility of um, the, the Vision Pro for as far as accessibility, because as far as I know at the moment, <clears throat> because there's there's actually no apps that take advantage of the camera such at the moment. So that's why things like Be My Eyes and Seeing AI and that sort of stuff is probably not going to work anyway. Um, I think when that starts happening, it'll open it up. But I, I still think at the end of the day, it's one of those products that if you've got low vision, um, then it's going to be handy. But until we find out what you can really do, do with it, as far as a blind person is concerned, that relies on um, other stuff, then it, then I think it's going to be a, a fair way away. But um, yeah, but we'll see how we go. But so it, it, it's definitely watch this space. Um, but I would suggest another 12 to 18 months. And I noticed even on um, Mark Berman's um, uh the other day that he said the, the the version two of the Vision Pro is probably even still two um, eighteen months away anyway. Yeah, well, it's so. it's basically it's like as like when the the first iPhones come out, the accessibility in them was just totally non-existent. So mm. um, you just got to wait for the the next versions to come out, and yep. it's definitely going to improve. But and yep. and hopefully with the improvement comes the cheaper price because for the price of the the thing, it's just. Mm. Um, you just wouldn't see the value. I, I don't see any value for no, and that was the under low vision use. No, because when you yeah, and you're right too. Because when the original iPhone came out in 2007, it, it practically had no accessibility in it at all, and it wasn't till uh, the 3GS came out in 2009 that we that we had voiceover. And I think the version, the version of three. Three point one one. No, I haven't finished my thought yet. Version three um, that came out before the three GS, um, it just had Zoom in it, the large print software, no, large print screen magnification. Um, so yeah, so it was the iPhone three GS that supported supported voiceovers. I thought, well, if we can give the dear iPhone a two year grace, I think we'll just give the um, the Vision Pro a, a two year grace and and see what happens. Now, the other thing that just popped into my mind, which I didn't cover in Talking Tech this week because it wouldn't have fitted in the program <laughs> anyway, I didn't realise, and I, I don't know if it's on, it's on all Android phones, but on the Samsung phones, there's an option that says um, split audio. Um, so what you can do is, is if you're using a Bluetooth device, you can dictate in the sound settings for split audio about where you want to send audio for different applications like, you know, Apple Music, uh, YouTube Music, Amazon stuff and everything else. Now, apparently there is some way of getting talkback to be sent not out to your Bluetooth device because by default when you play media on a Samsung phone, so let's say playing Spotify, the speech will also go out to the Bluetooth device, which irritates me because on an iPhone it doesn't. But apparently you can also specify um, that even though Bluetooth is connected, you want this application to have it sound local on the device, which is what we want for accessibility. Um, so I thought um, anybody that's listened to this and is interested in trying it out, because I've asked on Mastodon, I've asked on Twitter how you do it, because everybody's pointing me to this amazing split audio function in sounds for a Samsung phone. It's got every other application listed there except TalkBack. So, <laughs> yeah, I, don't... Well, I, I remember, uh, I'm going back probably a year, a year and a half, maybe even two years, my son, because mm. I, I, 
with the iPhone, your notification sounds and stuff don't go through while you're listening to music, and his were all coming through because he had an Android device, and he he just went in and then turned it off, and it wasn't doing it. It was just coming through the device, so I don't mm -hmm. know if it's been in there for that long. Um, but but as for Apple, they've only just fixed the um, like I know the the voiceover didn't come through the speaker, but it used to really yell at you really loud. Mm. I know they fixed that now. It doesn't do that anymore, thank God. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. they've, they've fixed that. But, yeah, like he was doing that because I said, oh, doesn't that annoy you, all the notification sounds coming through there? And he just went off and done something. He said, they're fixed. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know what he actually done. No, and I, I don't know if it's one of the, I mean, I don't know if it's one of those simple questions that as a non-Android user all the time, I probably should know as a real Android user. And that's why nobody's got back to me because like, oh, it's so goddamn basic, mate. We shouldn't have, even yeah. have to tell you how to do it. All my um, Android devices are so old. They, they don't have an updated version. I think I'm still on version 12 or something. On oh, my dear. Or maybe even 11. Mm. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm yet to, and if I do find a way of doing it properly, I'm actually going to do a, um, I'm going to do an audio demo on it because that's it's been really irritating me because um, people say you don't spend enough time on Android on Android so I said I'll go back to Android and of course I want to start listening to audio books and ABC radio and that uh, of course when I, as soon as I start using Talkback I get Talkback going over over there for the audios which is really irritating so I thought that's one thing I'm going to start having a look at and the other thing I've interestingly been playing at. Um, and I've only just started doing this this week. Is um, I've got back into Eleven Labs again. To so what I've done is I've Eleven Labs. I've done a my own voice. So I've taken one of my audio demos. I've recorded my voice into the system, and then I've tweaked it. So when I put some text in it in a document, then the document area, it's my voice reading it because. What Vision Australia has asked me to do is to do these sort of very short, quick spotlight, almost like fact sheets slash demos on each product, pointing out the the benefits of each one. And because I've, I've literally got to write a script, I thought, do I really want to write the script and then physically record each one? Or do I want to use my personal AI-generated voice so all I've got to do then is once I've written the document, I just press generate <laughs> on the text area <laughs> and hey, presto, I've got my and data. And how did bridge. you go? Because when I done it, mine just sounded absolutely revolting. Well, it's got There's three sliders. Like it? It's got three sliders next to the actual edit field. Now, I don't know if it's been there before. One was called clarity. One was called stability. Oh, yeah, yeah, and one was yeah. called emphasis. And when I started tweaking those, it got so close to my real voice that it was a bit scary. Yeah, mine, it had too much of an American accent to it. So maybe they've improved that. I'm I've, going back probably a year now. So. Yeah, I think they have improved it because yep, it, it yep. sounded really, really good. So, But the weird thing was I, I played that one and I thought, I'll just go and check out another voice, which was, was Sarah. So whoever Sarah has been must have had a really good voice because hers sounds a lot better than, I, than mine does. <laughs> um, so I thought, and I haven't told my boss because he probably won't listen to this podcast anyway. But I haven't told my boss that it wasn't me, as in real, real me reading it. Mm. I just said, oh, I just did a notices. few. I've just did a few demo doc, a demo samples for you and see what you think. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. It's going to be interesting if he actually tweets actually some of the fact that it's yeah. not my real voice. 
Interesting. Yeah, it'd be, interesting. it'd be interesting to see if he notices. I know. Yeah. So, um, but that no, was actually when, I mean, I had, and then I had to, um, I had to change a few things in the document because it didn't, it couldn't do shop.visionaustralia.org. So I had to write shop space dot as in dot space yeah, yep. visionaustralia.org. You've got to do it phonetically. Yeah. And then when I did the, um, the web address I had, sorry, the email address I had to write the, had to write the word at. Yeah. And the only thing I had, the other thing I had to do because it didn't do it properly was when it was reading out telephone numbers, it got a bit confused and read them too fast. Yeah. So yeah. I just spaced them correctly. That's yeah. Because, exactly. Yeah. Yep. I've been working with those. And if you, if you put the number in a dot, then the pause is too great. Mm, yeah. If you put number dot space, number dot space, it just it pauses too long. I've tried lots of things. Mm. You just got to do them like if it's a, a mobile number, you got to do like four digits, space, yeah. three digits, space, three digits. Mm. And it, it doesn't do it too bad, but that's how I like hearing numbers too. It depends mm. on how you how you like to hear them to remember them. Mm. So but yeah, it was... that's definitely a hard part. Yeah, but it was quite good. So if he comes back and says, oh, I don't really like the way you read the document, I thought, well, that's pretty cool because it was only, <laughs> it was only <laughs> me. It actually wasn't me. It wasn't me anyway, so I thought I'd cheat. Um, <laughs> but what, I'm, what, I'm, what, I'm, what, I'm, what, what I might cheekily say is, look, I've got this friend of mine called Sarah. She's mm. offered to also read the document to me as well. <laughs> See so what you think about let that. Me, let me get Sarah to read it because she reads it. She This synthesizer, this voice, She's got a. This voice sounds absolutely amazing. Like it's crystal clear, <laughs> yeah, clarity. I mean, the only difference is you can't hear her breathing at all. Um, yeah, you can hear my generator voice breathing. But um, just thought, oh God. yeah. So if he comes back this week and goes, isn't that funny? You say that. That's the probably one of the only ways I can tell when I'm listening to something that's AI generated versus not. Mm. Is it never puts in anything that's that natural. It has nothing that's breathing mm. or that um, nasal or mm. I don't know. There's, there's just nothing there that sort of you go, mm, that's a little bit fake. Yeah, well, ex exactly. So I just thought, uh, and when I was playing for it originally, because I, I I didn't change anything. I mean, I, I literally did it and then did the first document test and, that's when I that's when I started playing with some of the parameters, but it was really weird because when I turned one of the parameters up, I might have been clarity. For some odd reason, the word "this" it pronounced as "this." Yes. Like, hey, steady on. <laughs> um, so, but no, it was it's just because I had to um, because I'm doing it for work. I had to pay for subscription, whatever it was. So, but if it if it works out, and my boss wants me to use you know David Mark Two, um, then I'll. I'll keep doing it, but yeah, I just thought it was really funny that because I've got to write the script anyway for doing the recording, and I'd follow you. So I'll let you guys know next week wherever my boss is number one cotton onto it, and then number two if he agree, if he doesn't like it, then if my friend Sarah can read it out, we'll see what he says. David dot AI. That's it. That's I it, like yeah. it. But don't call me I Dave for nothing, mate. Um, so yeah, but um, sorry, I can't do that. Dave. Yeah, that's, that's right. I think that's it exactly. So yeah, so look, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, because I did, I did want to start using Sarah to begin with because she had a really clear voice, and I thought, yeah, no, I'll try and be, I'll try and be sneaky and use this generated version of my voice first. Yeah, um, yeah. But I even played it to Ellen. She said, "Oh my god, that's you reading it." And they went, "Well, no, it's not." 
<laughs> actually, my eyes has been reading it, so she thought it was close to my voice. But yeah, well, we'll see. And and the the nice thing about it was um, when he was reading it, it was like it was actually trying to put emphasis in when they were re- was reading the document. Yeah. So I thought, yeah. Oh, it's probably doing a better job than I could do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you if you take a um, a paragraph out of a, a horror book or something, they, mm. they actually try and do it in a scary voice and everything. It's so cool what it tries to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, keep in mind, obviously, the voice in person is different to the voice on the phone. Mm. Is different to the voice over, you know, the computer system. Yeah. Like, you know, you you. We sort of hear our own voices and I hear your voice, but I guarantee you the moment I meet you, mm. it's probably going to be that little bit different. Yeah. yeah well, so there's true. always that element as well. Mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I just thought, oh, it's all right. Because I, when I, I had this original document that I had to follow and this is not having a go in my, in my management or anything else, but it was a bit too... It was a bit, it was a, too complicated because what I was trying to explain to somebody is when you're listening to something that's information about a product, the more things you've got in there, the more that something where people actually end up forgetting what they've just heard because there's too much in there. Yeah. Um, so what I tried to do with this one is because somebody's literally listening to a quick spotlight audio discussion, if you like, almost, then... I've tried to make it very streamlined That's because I've got to do this in between, I think it was 90 seconds to about three or four minutes, whereas this one came in at two minutes. Yeah, you've um, got to use the KISS principle. Keep it yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I so that's what I try and do. So and it had some, I mean, I, I did the nine-volt liquid level as a bit of a demo first, and I just thought it had little things like, you know, silly things in there like saying, hmm, this helps blind or low vision people not burn themselves. And I thought, well... That's true, but how about I just say it makes it ma- it makes it it's a safer process to pour liquids rather than yes. saying somebody's going to burn themselves. Yes. Um, so I've just take I've just Focus done a little. I wonder positive, if you could use this item negatives. as. <laughs> that's right, and look, and, and I have put some little. Uh, one thing that's not on our website is tips and tricks, so I've put my own little heading in there because I do use it. Yep. So tips and tricks, and I've I've just said, you know, the tip number one is when you get it, the battery's inside, but it's not connected. You've got to open it up and connect it. Yeah. And then the next one was, this is really good for hygiene reasons, because as we all know, blind low vision people tend to stick their finger in the cup to feel out where the level is. This means <laughs> you won't have to do that anymore. You'll be hygienic in offering somebody a cup of tea or coffee. Yeah, see, my tip gives away the product and means they're not going to buy it, because I just do accounting action. <laughs> Oh my! What? <laughs> That's all I do. I have a spe- like my most of my coffee cups yeah. are around the same size. Yes, and obviously I know the rate of pour because my kettle is often you know full. Yeah. So I just count to ten. And I know that that's enough to fill up the cup to a certain level. And then I put the milk in, and wow. I count four. So hence my leveler is in my top drawer. <laughs> So do you count very fast or do you actually pour very slowly? Um, it's an average speed. It's length it's against speed, the okay. cup. Yeah, and, just, and I know that sounds so okay. I know that case. sounds so odd to other people, but mm. that's the way I do a lot of things is I just mm. count because okay. it's like, well, if I can count, yeah, but, I avoid the, you know. But, I mean, but look, sometimes on. it's a little over, but <laughs> Cynthia's not telling you about her touch wall where she goes into the hallway and touches a finger on the wall and then her dad has to tell her to clean it. 
<laughs> that's what the cleaners do. Yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, it's, you know, it's the cost-effective way of doing some things. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that it doesn't, it doesn't mean I don't have one. Because right. it is perfect for other things, but as a standard, you know, yeah. for for coffee, absolutely. Yeah. I actually use mine on a few of my. You know pots. what? I've never heard anybody that that said to me that they count when they're pouring something. That's impressive. Um, mm. I don't well, know don't, why. I, I think I I've don't pour at the same speed. So, yeah. I I just bought a two thousand dollar coffee machine to pour it for me. Yeah, so that's the thing. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to pay money for devices. I prefer to buy <laughs> shoes and, you know, hair products and go and get my hair coloured. But it's damn good coffee, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I can get, you know, I can get an well, above-average coffee. I like Macca's coffee, so I can get one of those Ooh, every now and again. That's yeah, sacrilege. My, my, what? my coffee cost me like <laughs> 45 cents, not $4. Mm. Oh. Yeah, but I'm sorry. I just know if I had one of those coffee machines at home, I mm. guarantee you, because I'm, you've got to remember, I'm vision impaired. I'm stuck in the middle. I still want to use what vision I've got. Mm. So if I had one of those coffee machines at home, I guarantee you I'd be, you know, burning myself all over the place. Oh dear. So there you go. So yes, but I, I thought it was um I thought it was quite intriguing because I've I've never thought of using the personal AI stuff before, but I felt because when I literally played there and I think I did about oh, maybe 10 different goes through of the document. Oh, wow. Like I was changing the way it was written. I was changing the parameters for the voice. But, you know, after about an hour and an hour and a half, I, I got what I wanted to do because literally the document, like I said, the document's only, <clears throat> what is it, probably more, no more than a page long. Hmm. And it's just got like product name, product ID, uh, brief description, benefits, features, that sort of stuff. So it's pretty, I mean, it's very concise. Yeah. Um, and then when I went in there sometimes and I thought, oh, it just hasn't got the intonation right for that particular sentence. So mm. I went in there and changed a few words around, changed some of the punctuation marks. And yeah, it's just amazing what you can sort of end up with. So I thought... Who needs humans now? <laughs> yeah, but I think that's the same as what we do when we dictate something on the phone. Do you right, not that's... find that when you're dictating a message, a text message or something, the words you use might be a little bit different than what you might have previously typed? And part of that's because of the voice recognition? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. but with, um, with that... Uh... 11 labs now you can actually record your you can record you saying it and put it into somebody else's voice and it yeah so uh, I, I don't know how good it is at doing male to female or vice mm. versa but <laughs> if you if you had um like the most common voice for ai is adam which is 11 labs default adam mm. that's mm. the most common voice used on tiktok and youtube and everything right. you could actually record it in your voice and and uh, play it out in his voice. Mm. So mm. Uh, that's how Eleven Labs has yeah. got it now. Well, yeah, well, it's going to be interesting. So I'll because I have a funny feeling Sarah's a real generated computer voice. I don't think she was actually. Well, she might have started out as a real human being. Um, I was going to say like a story. She's I think yeah, I have a funny feeling she might be because the the like I said, the voice is really sort of it's ultra ultra good. Mm. Uh, but I just thought, I just can't tell. I mean, I, I suppose I could lie and say, well, rather than my friend, I'd say it's my sister that's going to read it to me. Or this is what my sexy wife sounds like. Um, so, or not. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
So there you go. Some, 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 Did some anyone people have the... a voice to do it. They mm. some people they do like two minutes worth of recording on there, and they, there's a spot on right from the start. I oh, know it's amazing. You yeah. just go, oh, so it's obviously better at doing some voices. Yeah, true. And I know it had trouble with the Australian accent when I was doing. Yeah, it. no, no. Like I said, it's much better the other day. What, yeah, what, yeah. what we were supposed to watch. Cynthia? Um, I was going to say, did anyone, and I know it's a random question, but it is about certain accessibility and, and that. Did anyone watch the Today Show this morning? No. No, no I watched I'm the working. Today Show today. Sorry. What was on the, what, what, what was on the Today Show today? That's right. What was on the, most, the most amazing thing to see, but the most frustrating thing to see. At Pink, if you weren't aware, Pink has been in um, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide and everywhere as has young Miss Taylor Swift, oh, yeah. guess what they've had on stage all the way through their concerts here in Australia at the moment? A person, that's, si- a person that's signing for deaf people. Yes, they have had Auslan. So Auslan is recognised for the concert variety people now and we still can't get audio description. <laughs> oh, dear. I was so impressed with it. Mm. I thought that is amazing for all those people who are, you know, even those who are, you know, potentially deaf blind, they're standing there when you, when I, I mean, I know for myself, when I'm at a concert, you can feel the beat, you can feel the music, you can feel their song, shake it off and Lady Gaga's or sorry, Pink's, whatever, you know, you can feel that song. If you are deaf, you can see that person standing up there, not just Oz learning regular, they are learning it. They are dancing to it. I thought, what an amazing experience, and it's never been done for concerts before, and wow. for those two ladies to have it is fabulous. Where's the assistive, dis- assistive description for everyone? <laughs> I just thought, weird. Jesus Christ, we really are left in the back of it. We are. So and did, I thought, so you know Taylor- what, I'm... So did Taylor Swift have it on on her thing as well, did she? She did. Wow, good grief. Both Pink and Taylor are here at the moment, which is, I'm sure, for, you know, the the promoters like a nightmare. But, you know, the first thing I thought was, God damn it, I'm going to AI and I'm going to get as much about audio description as I can and any previous application against the government for not including it needs to be dropped. We need a new application. And I'm just going to get as much information as I can because I straight away thought of your email from last week that had so much information in it. What? Why is it we who we can get to the concert, we can hear the concert, but we can't see it are mm. still missing out because it happened to mention about the fact that they can enjoy, enjoy everything like everyone else, mm. you know, be part of the community. They're not left out, and they mentioned yep. that magic word inclusivity, and I'm oh like, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> you right. horrible people!" I know. Well, Yay you... for doing it, but you horrible people. Yeah. It's it, it, inclusive is not inclusive. I went when I went to um, my son's just started doing some work placement stuff, and they mentioned that fact they were a in, fully inclusive organisation, which is perfectly fine. And then at the end of the meeting, they handed over the business card, which was print. And I went, <laughs> um, inclusive, yes. Yeah. <laughs> How's a blind person supposed to read your business? And I went, oh, that's a good point. 
That's terrible. Yeah. We shouldn't have done that. I went, no, you probably mm. shouldn't have done that. But mm. yeah, I, it's apparently it's inclusive within a certain inclusive area. It doesn't mean inclusive means yeah. everything's inclusive. It's, it's not fully <laughs> encompassing. No, no. I no. just thought, oh my god, yeah, it's a subset of a subset of a subset. Just yeah. let me just say, it's an ongoing battle that we're still fighting. They do why a little bit. Twenty one years after. Yeah, but why are we fighting it 21 years after captioning got on television? Uh, no. I know. It's stupid, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. And that's what I just thought, you know, this, and I never want to take away from the deaf community. Their world must be so different than ours. Yep. But I thought, where is it that they're getting this for concerts? They've got it for stage mm. shows. They've got it for comedy shows. You've got all this going on. And we're still sitting there going, hello. I don't want, you know, TV but programs. How, I mean, what but, I tagged you in the other day, Michael. But how is it that we can get audio description, say, for Carols by Candlelight, for example, right? But you can't uh, transfer that same technology. Yeah, concert. but that's the thing. That audio description comes on the radio program or on, you know, SBS or something like that. It doesn't yeah. come on Channel 9 where the majority yeah. of the people are watching it, mm. where the majority of people are sitting there with their encompassing family, like, you know, all other members of my family are sighted. They want to sit and watch carols. I want to sit and watch carols. Why the hell can't mm-hmm. I have audio description where I hook up to the TV or something and, you know, it, it, it's, you know it, it, I know it would be complicated, but, like, give me a break. But how about well, the bowl the itself? Well, none of the commercial TVs do it. So, but yeah. how about the bowl itself, though, Cynthia? Is there a, a receiver where you can actually? Yeah, they might be. No, yeah. there isn't. No, I've been to the music bowl like so many times over the years. Mm. Um, if you are at the bowl, then you are simply watching what there is on stage. There's not even assistance, like the lighting, even on the walk up to the bowl, is just shocking. To go into the seating area, go in down down a driveway, down a hill, um, to go to the um, grass at the back. It's you know, it's a slanted big hill. Mm. It's quite convoluted to get to, mm. and you can barely get any assistance. And it's yeah. you know, the only lights you've got are you know all the television lights, which are just too bright, and they're all pulled on the stage. Yeah, Dave, have you been at a Dave, have you been event. to the bowl before? Oh god, no! Oh, I don't yeah. want to go. I don't want to okay. go. I don't want to because, go. To no, no, because I was just going to say, <laughs> I used to bowl, ice skate there as a kid. <laughs> the bowl sounds like the uh, like the domain here it in does Sydney. Like the domain. Yeah, it it's does, all yeah. grass, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Well, it's not grassy, yes. but it's all yeah. Mm. So think yeah. of the um, the sails at Sydney Harbour. So it's kind of like um, I mean, it's like one big sail. Um, and under that is the stage and all the seating. Keep in mind the stage is actually not that large. It's just that the shot is taken for some stage, yeah, yeah. Uh, the site. So the stage fits an ice rink on it. And when I'm talking about an ice rink, I'm not talking about a full ice rink. I'm talking about a small ice rink. Yeah. And then it's got like 10, 12 rows of seats, maybe 20, and it all angles up. Um, mm. Left and right, it's quite deep in its thing, and the the blanket area goes up about two hundred meters, 
and then there's all the grass to the left and to the right and behind. Mm. But accessibility, yeah. very bad. Yeah. See if I can go. See if I can go to the football and use sportsies, for example. Sure, I'll hear I'm a TV coverage, which isn't that crash hot, mm. but I can also hear the referee. Mm. Yeah. Um, so if I can hear the referee through the referee's mic through this receiver, then surely that sort of technology yeah. could be yeah. Well, they could even across. they could even do an easier one. So like they can do what they could probably even do is just have an FM transmitter that when you walked in there you you yeah, hire an FM transmitter. There's somebody yeah. in a booth like somewhere. Like when you go to the gallery in Melbourne, yeah, sometimes but, you get yeah. that you know, a bit to go with the whatever the art show yeah. is. But yeah, depending exactly, on what the artist yeah. is, they can say, you know, the person's just walked on in, in a different costume, um, mm. the lighting for the orchestra has changed, um, the person's, you know, getting ready to play the trumpet or whatever else they might do. So that would be really engaging, actually. Mm. Um, but anyway. And that's the right, thing. Okay. It's not like you need a full description of the person. No. You just need a little bit of no, background. No. All right. It's 8.35, so I've got to go yep. and uh, see what my family's doing. Um, what I'll probably do is I'll probably cut out some of that recording for the audio description because we got a bit sidetracked slightly. Um, Why not stop recording now? <laughs> yeah, I'll stop recording now. That's right. Everybody left last time. I, I know. As soon as I said, well, I'm oh, leaving now, actually. I'll, I'll no. stop recording. Yeah, Everybody back it off for me. Oh, my God. Um, All right. Well, I can keep, I, yeah. So, um, so what I'll do is I'll probably, what time did I post this last time? I think it was about midday. So what I'll post this about midday on Tuesday. Um, and like I did last time, there wasn't much of it that um, I had to edit, which is actually really, really nice. So The uh, only uh, reason I asked Michael what the Vision Pro was made by was so, yeah, people, it's know. Just so people knew it's by Apple. Oh, I thought you were being smart-ass. I was actually doing it to make sure that it was sarcastic. a re-voice of the yeah. name and who's making it. I knew what she was doing, but I just shut up after that. I thought just thought she was being sarcastic. David, 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 we now know you're cutting this in bit I did mm. marketing and advertising at university. Oh, okay. Well, Please trust me. I, I know yeah. how to do this. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it was never really mentioned. And then when she said that, I went, oh, I know what she's doing. And I then know. you attacked her. Oh, I'm just saying how it is. I'll take that out. I'll take that bit out. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be nice All to right. you. All right. I'm going to go. So I'll catch you right. next week. All right, I really ain't going this time. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. I knew yeah. Michael knew what I was up to, but you. You should have said, you should have said, I'm doing it for a reason, you idiot. <laughs> I just did. Love you, David. Bye, yeah, David. Bye. All right, see you later. Bye.